another IPL season, a familiar feeling for Royal Challengers Bangalore fans. RCB have been knocked out in qualifier two by the Rajasthan Royals, and now 15 years have passed since I, I would like to say since RCB won a title, but they've never won it. So 15 years of pain for Royal Challengers Bangalore. And we go again on ESPN Quick and Post Stump Mike with me Karthik, and I'm joined by Sudarshanan and Dibai. And Sudarshanan, hello, hello. Did you see this coming? Yeah, e Salah, don't ask me for predictions because I've got both my predictions wrong when we last record from when we last recorded. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you did. You 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 basically said that Rajasthan would qualify directly for the final and. Yeah. Okay, but you did say Bangalore would beat Lucknow, so that there's like a. You got like thirty-three percent right in 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 the grand scheme uh, of things. Yeah, I like how you see the positive out of it. Deva, uh... <laughs> uh, this was this was predictable, right? What happened yesterday? We're recording, listener. We're recording on Saturday, May the twenty-eighth, uh, a day out from the IPL final. So I think the the emotions have settled down now, and we can. Review the games, the playoff games objectively. They banned this. It, it yeah, yesterday was rather the way Butler went, especially was rather one-sided. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, not just Butler's innings, but even the way that Rajasthan bowled was quite perfect, uh, utilizing the conditions that were offered to them. Uh, it should be added, it was a good toss to have one for Sanju Samson for a change. Uh, and yes, I mean, in the end, I think uh, it's fair to say that the two best teams of this competition have made it through to the final. Uh, from RCB's perspective, something which I've been uh, harping on about has been their luck factor—the fact that they've been incredibly lucky in a series of matches, not only their own but uh, the one which actually counted in terms of their progression to the playoffs. Uh, and these are not just lucky breaks in terms of you know inside edges not uh, hitting the stumps or catches going down, but it's uh, incredible technical errors as well, like the uh, Wade dismissal not being given, you know, uh, Ultra Edge not picking up an inside edge, or who would have thought Rishabh Pant wouldn't go for that uh, referral? So. Absolute lucky breaks like that, which is why I kept telling RCB fans, including those in our office, many of them in our Bangalore office, that uh, the day your lucky break breaks, that's the day that you really need to watch out, and that's the day that things go a bit more ugly. And for- I, I think fortune than luck, right? More fortune than luck, because uh, I mean, hmm. I mean, luck has a slightly, I, I don't know, a slightly negative so, connotation that they no, so that's, deserve that's, to be there. That's my point. No, I'm not uh, uh, at all disputing the fact that uh, the top four teams made it to the playoffs. There's no disputing that fact. However, I'm making this distinction between luck and, I mean, absolute bizarre luck because uh, a lucky break is an opponent dropping a catch, but a really lucky break is an opponent dropping a dolly. Or as as I just explained, a couple of DRS calls where uh, things just didn't seem right. I mean, it, not just to the naked eye, but even on other replays, it seemed like there was an edge, but there wasn't. But anyway, that's gone. I mean, RCB have had their share of bad luck as well in the past, so maybe it all evened out in the end. And uh, they were quite the story in this IPL. But yeah, as I said, the day that luck ran out, it was going to turn ugly, and that's what happened. You know, it seemed like the the, the most of the, all the matches, all the playoff matches, the Shannon happened in Mumbai and in Pune. RCB went to Kolkata. RCB went to Ahmedabad. They were pretty much the home side in every match they played, and I'm including the one against the Mumbai Indians here. Yeah, there's no dearth of uh, support for RCB wherever they play, isn't it? It just felt like this season they were they were the you know the people's club. I think they are always the people's club, but this season they had the personnel as well. The the people who kind of attract fans. If I say uh, there's a Faf Duplessy, we saw what he did all these years with uh, CSK, and then uh, of course there's Kohli, there's Maxwell, there's Hasaranga who had this un. Uh, 
an altogether different kind of a fan club. So there are these players who attracted fan clubs, and as I, I maintain that this was perhaps one of their best chances to kind of go the distance, but it's not to be. Yeah, it's not to be. Joss Butler ensured that 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 it wasn't to be for for the Royal Challengers Bangalore. So let, let's talk a bit about uh, last evening's game, uh, Sushanta, and and we'll continue with you. Uh, Bangalore were put into were put into bat. Uh, Faf Duplessis said that they're pretty happy batting because that's how they even won the Eliminator versus uh, Lucknow Super Giants, but. I think the runs on the board, it it just wasn't enough. One fifty seven for eight, especially when you're going up against uh, against a side like like the Rajasthan Royals, who have who have hitters all the all the way down and but with uh, an informed Josh Butler, it was never going to be enough. Yeah, true that, and the way they batted seemed a bit, uh, you know, that they were they were unsure of how to go about it because we saw Duplessis hang around and then got a thick edge because one of those top order Kohli or Duplessis needed to play what uh, Butler did in that first qualifier. Again, you never know if, if it would have been enough. And then Maxwell, I mean, his innings are always strange. I mean, you praise him for those strange knocks, but you also have to criticize at times. And yesterday, I think it was his job to see one delivery from uh, Trent Bolt. But he went for that pull and then it kind of all fell down from there. So that one ball, what would have happened had he stayed around? Because then they were all spinners to bowl and Maxwell against spinners. You'd probably take Maxwell's side on 8 out of 10 a, days. So a, a, good, a good catch by Owen McCoy though. Yeah, yeah, terrific. I mean, all, all, all things said and done, that was a good catch. The ball was also perhaps, you know... Bowl with a with a name to entice Maxwell into going that shot, but it was up to Maxwell to kind of re, uh, bring in that restraint. It was just one ball, but uh, uh, from there it, it, you didn't really have to talk much about RCB's batting. Of course, Rajat Patidar, but how long and how much can he do every single time? Yeah, he's he's done now two games in a row and in both times in the playoff, Rajat Patidara scored half centuries. About Glenn Maxwell though, Debayan, I, I was thinking about this and I, I I don't want to be too too harsh on him because Glenn Maxwell has shown his quality for Australia and a few IPL sides a, a few times. But I, I, I'm just trying to think of an innings of his this season and, and nothing really comes to mind. It just se- seems like 2022, the IPL season for RCB has passed pretty unmemorably for Glenn Maxwell. Yeah, you're right. And not just for Maxwell, actually, for a lot of their big names. So here I'd uh, just uh, disagree a bit with Sudarshanan in the sense that I thought uh, RCB were also quite poor with the bat overall, even in their first qualifier, or rather the eliminator. Uh, they were uh, sort of taken out of a hole by Patidar, who played a freak uh, bit of an innings. I mean, no taking no credit away. It was outstanding. And he was e- even uh, very good even in the second qualifier. But if you recall, even in that match at one stage when uh, Karthik and uh, Patidar had come together and Karthik offered that chance, uh, which was nearly taken by KL Rahul, had that chance been taken, there's no telling how few uh, RCB would have managed in that eliminator itself. They might have wound up for something like 165 or 170. So, from there on to kick on to 200 plus and still only win by about 14 runs, that tells you that RCB were, uh, by and large, I mean, they were living dangerously even in that uh, eliminator. And I think those uh, shortcomings got exposed in that final. Virat Kohli has not been in great form at all. Faf Duplessis has sort of had tailed off towards the latter half of the tournament. Uh, Patidar was outstanding throughout. The, there's no taking credit away from him. Lomroor was relatively new and I mean he, he did put in a game fight, but uh, it really wasn't enough at uh, most situations. 
I think uh, by and large, their uh, entire campaign had been uh, sort of hinging on some ex- outstanding bowling. And let's not forget Dinesh Karthik, who was really good right through the season. So those were few uh, uh, personalities and names which kept bailing them out even during the league stages. Uh, if I recall, they won a lot of matches where they seemed in a tricky situation, but Karthik came in and played a you know short cameo, which made all the difference, a critical difference in the end. So I don't think there's any point saying that uh, you know RCB. Yes, they had the personnel, but I don't think they played well enough to deserve to be in the final this season, and that's that's a harsh reality. The third best side in the league, I think. I think that's fair for 2022 and RCB. And look who's here. We've been we've been recording for eight minutes and. I don't know whether he's been listening to us record, but Shashank Kishore has decided to join us. A little late, Shanky, but but we're still on RCB. I don't know whether that will make you happy or were you just trying to ignore the entire RCB portion of our conversation today? (laughs) Hey, guys. uh, Good to be back once again. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, a very disappointing result from an RCB point of view and uh, considering, you know, uh, it was built up to be this dream year where nothing could go wrong. And as it turned out, whatever could go wrong went wrong for them last evening. So, so yeah, uh, too bad the wait for uh, Isala Cup Namde uh, is set to extend into a fifteenth year now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think that that campaign is gone. I think I think even the club have stopped that campaign. So I think we need to rest it as well. Was, was uh, it okay. Campaign. I thought that was the Bengaluru FC's campaign that uh, actually was stolen uh, by the fans and made into uh, an RCB chant. Oh, I always thought it was an RCB chant from the from the start, and then it came in a few ads for with RCB and with I think. No, uh, I think you you'd be doing great disservice to the West Block. Uh, hmm. blues, I think if you call the ESCN. Okay, I, I I didn't know that. If 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 it was uh, Bengaluru FC who started this, I apologize. Then then clearly RCB have taken have taken have stolen what was yours and. And maybe that they don't deserve to win this title until until they shell this campaign. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but it's a nice narrative as long as it's there. Yeah, yeah, it, it it is it is indeed, and we'll we'll obviously have to revisit it next year. But let's talk a bit more about this week because at least two out of the three playoff games have been brilliant, and we arguably saw the best innings of the of what one of the great playoff innings ever in the third. So we'll start with qualifier one, where Rajasthan Royals and Gujarat Titans uh, they played the match. We saw three David Miller sixes towards the end. We'll come back to this game when we preview the final guys a little later, because the eliminator was between Lucknow Super Giants and Royal Challengers Bangalore. Now, we, we just spoke about RCB losing yesterday to the Rajasthan Royals. In a chase of 158, Joss Butler, Devayan went great guns. In a chase of 207, which is a lot more, a lot of people, and I mean a lot of people, said that KL Rahul was nowhere close to being as fast as he could have. Strong words from Sanjay Mansrekar on on T Twenty Timeout as well, where he said that uh, someone someone really needs to. Raul is trying to spend more time rather than score quickly. Raul Raul needs to forget about spending time there and needs to score more quickly. And I think the 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 idea being that I I, I don't know that Rahul is capable of batting faster, and this is why he gets the criticism that he does. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting one. I've given it a, a lot of thought myself. In fact, uh, uh, as you know, I've been also recording some of the ESPN Cricket for Hindi uh, review and preview shows. So, at the end of their last league match, when uh, Quinton Dickock and Rahul had had that monstrous partnership, 
and Rahul had finished with 68 or 51 balls. So I had posed this question. I, I forget who the expert was. I think it may have been Ravi Shastri or Akash Chopra. I asked one of them that, did you think that this was a very slow innings and could he have regretted it? Uh, but whoever the expert was, was of the opinion that, no, you have to play to the situation. And in that particular situation, he was just playing the foil to what uh, Quinton was doing because uh, Dickock was going great guns. His job was just to hand him the strike as much as possible. And if I apply that uh, nuance to this particular chase as well, we know that uh, Quinton Dickock got out very early. We know that Lucknow Super Giants didn't have a lot of batting depth or rather batting form in this in this particular competition. So, given all of that, you can get into Rahul's mind and you can think that, yes, uh, he had a specific game plan in mind. He wanted to perhaps uh, not take too many risks early on. He still uh, hit a few massive shots. And when you think about it, around the time that he got out or more specifically an over before that, perhaps, when uh, Marcus Stoinis got out, the game was still within Lucknow's reach, if you think about it. I think more than that, uh, they'll look back and regret the perhaps extra 15 or 20 runs that they gave when they were bowling. And uh, maybe a little bit of the team selection as well. If if they hadn't tinkered with their lineup, maybe they would have had the insurance of somebody like a Jason Holder still to come, uh, which might have made a little bit of a difference. Although Dushmanta Chamira came in and smacked the ball around a bit himself. Uh, but I think Rahul's uh, was almost perfectly done. Uh, I think uh, often in cricket analysis, we tend to look at outcomes and then judge the actual intent. But we need to sometimes think independent of that. I know... This will not be a very popular opinion, but I think Rahul was more or less spot on with his strategy. Could have, of course, he could have been a little more positive and in the end, they fell only 14 runs short. So, that really would have been two or three big blows uh, further. So, uh, you can't argue against the outcome, but you could say that he almost played it to perfection considering the, the uh, composition of that Lucknow lineup. Yeah, just to add to what Debayan said, uh, at the end, I mean, if you look back at the game, 41 runs of 18 balls, KL Rahul at the crease along with Marcus Toynis. They would Effectively, have... 35 it became of 18 balls. Exactly. A very gettable 35. Yeah, exactly. And they would have just taken that hands down. Could Rahul have batted a lot faster? Absolutely. Uh, I think, I think uh, it could have been scrutinized a lot more had this innings come while they batted first. But here, while he was chasing, I think he got the uh, tactic spot on in, in, in the sense that he knew what he was doing. He knew which bowlers to target. And that's exactly what he did. So, 35 of 18, he would have backed himself 9 times out of 10, maybe even 10 out of 10. It just so happened that uh, Stoinis and Rahul fell in quick succession and that turned the game around. So, so, so yeah, I mean, um, yes, there is. Uh, there has been a lot of criticism. There has been a lot of debate as there should be. Uh, but, yeah, the jury will be open as to whether he could have gone a lot faster. Maybe yes, but, I mean... It was a guy who knew what he was doing and backed himself to trust his methods. And, 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 and it's not a it's not a one fifty one sixty target. Yeah, it was two hundred and seven to even reach that stage was 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 pretty impressive. Uh, for what it's worth, Tevan and Shashank, I I completely agree. Sudarshanan, are we are we changing the narrative here on Stump Mike? Aren't we supposed to be saying that KL Rahul bad <laughs> for the way he batted? Uh, I mean, you listen to Shashank and Debayan and it makes sense to an extent. But uh, this isn't a one-off case with KL Rahul. We've seen him do so with when he was leading Punjab Kings. And that's why there's this narrative as to uh, about him not playing as fast as he can. It's not just going on teeing off some like a Joss Butler. Because Butler's game and Rahul's game is quite different. But if Rahul has the ability, he should. Like, for example, he, he was quite content to play... 
शाहबाज अहमद ऑफ एंड शाहबाज अहमद इज नॉट समवन यूड लाइक टू बी सेटिस्फाइड विद अ फोर ओवर थर्टी फाइव रन एस्पेशली वेन यू आर चेजिंग आस्किंग रेट्स अबाउट टेन ओवरऑल सो दीज आर पैटर्नस दैट यू नो वॉन्ट to that makes you question what rahul does because you look back a couple of years or 3 years back for he was leading punjab kings in 2018 he scored about a six over 650 runs at a strike rate of uh, 150 and an average of about 50 or 60 so he has the ability but once again th- that was a campaign that was uh, that didn't go to to the way it should have because of other reasons so rahul has the ability that's why people kind of you know point fingers at him and say you need to play faster so i probably i probably feel that uh, he should play faster he should have done better than just a 79 or 58 and he showed in those five sixes that he hit that he can hit at will yeah i, I also think it had a lot to do with how harshal and hazel would bowl those 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 final three overs harshal has been so impressive in 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 this entire season hazelwood is the one who's been who's been picking up all or who's been picking up all the wickets uh how will sudarshan and i'll stay with you how will lucknow feel about their season a lot of lot of people put them as favorites on paper but at the end of the day it's their first season in the ipl ever reaching the playoffs is is good yeah yeah terrific i mean not many can boast of uh, you know making the top Uh, four in the first season itself so they've done that well and you could sense the way they were going about with the auction as well during the auction as well as to what they are planning to you know uh, you know how they are planning to play and that's how they did they filled their sides with all rounders batting deep and etc and it's almost you know a, a bit uh, ironical that it was the batting that kind of let them down in the last game because they batted deep remember they were i think one of the first sides to have pushed uh, krishnapa gautam to number 3 jason holder up and just to lengthen that batting uh, and get the job done during i think it was against rajasthan royals so uh, to see them falter because of their batting it's almost like it's come come to us uh, come like come off like a circle Mm, indeed, indeed, it has. So, Lucknow ended up finishing fourth. RCB then qualified to qualifier two, where, as we discussed, they lost to the Rajasthan Royals. But before we go there, Shashank, I saw this. I saw this interesting exchange on Twitter with you and someone. I, I, I don't really remember who, and I think it was about Rajat Patidar, because uh, as he was scoring his century in 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 the Eliminator. you of course as usual put up a link with some interview that that you have done 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 with him at some point of time and the person replied shashashank you have a story with everybody in indian cricket don't you have you have you like spoken to every cricketer out there at least at least on india's domestic circuits yeah that's the advantage of actually um, covering uh, a side of cricket that not many actually follow and having uh, been in the ranji trophy circuit for about 10 years now i think uh, uh it just it, it's just a byproduct of being invested in the the domestic system so 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 tell us about 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 patidar because i i'm sure me like a lot of other people when he was scoring that century was probably the first time i went on his cricket info profile to check his age like when when you're on social media are you supposed to call him a youngster or or not he 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 he's a pretty seasoned guy he's 28 he's he's been around for a while yeah he's been around for 7 years and interestingly he he started off as a bowling all-rounder uh he wanted to bowl off spin and you know he was a lower order bat- batter in uh, domestic cricket in junior cricket uh didn't get the opportunities uh, early on in the under 19s uh, he had to wait his chances and then when he finally got a chance he uh, had an acl reconstruction uh that you know 
virtually uh, signaled uh, the end of his bowling hopes. So he really needed to reinvent himself to stay in the game. So that's when he picked up batting and then, you know, uh, he he grew up the ranks. He started off at number seven, number six, and then slowly moved to number three. And uh, he's had a phenomenal uh, uh, rise in uh, Madhya Pradesh. Uh, you know, this, and, and it's, it's quite amazing to see so many quality players now uh, coming from there. You saw Venkatesh Iyer coming in last season. Uh, Rajat Patidar, of course, played the previous season. There's Avesh Khan. So there's Kartikeya Singh. So, so many guys coming through from MP. It's so wonderful to see. And uh, Patidar, is, uh, of course, you know, uh, made his debut a lot earlier than all these guys. Uh, he started off in the Ranji Trophy in 2015. And it's been a, I won't say a meteoric rise. I think it's been a steady rise up the, up the charts for him. He's had to grind his way out. And I think one of the important things that uh, not many know of is he is, uh, and, and we saw that, of course, in the playoffs when he took the attack to the spinners and hitting them through the line fearlessly. One of the reasons why he was picked was he was he is a really good player against spin. And uh, and that's one uh, that's one area that Mike Hessen wanted to improve last year uh, when they signed him, and uh, glad that they've been able to see the results uh, a year later. Indeed, indeed. Well, well done, uh, Rajat Patidar. He becomes the the first player. Did you know this? That in in the IPL playoffs, the first player to have two fifty plus scores in in a single season's IPL playoffs. So. That's a century versus Lucknow, and then a half century. He was the he was literally the only one who came good with the bat against in in RCB's defeat to Rajasthan. Very impressive. Yeah, yeah he was uh, like I mentioned earlier. He was excellent in both innings, and uh, in fact, I remember uh, during the eliminator when he was in sixty six of thirty nine. A thought which just came into my mind was that maybe he's just beginning to tire, and maybe if he gets out at this stage, it won't be the worst thing for RCB. And I think that was pretty much the start of that 16th over, which, uh, you know, set, uh, kick-started that uh, amazing surge towards the latter stages of the innings, from which, to be fair, Lucknow never recovered. So, that that was the turning point. I think he offered a chance. It was after the first six that the second one was dropped by uh, Deepak Huda, of all people. And from there on, there was just some, you know, sublime hitting. And it seemed to rub off on Dinesh Karthik. And how often do you get to say that, that, you know, somebody else's hitting actually rubbed off on Karthik? But... Yeah, the two of them really took the game away from LSG to a great extent. But yes, uh, like you mentioned, the fact that they still came pretty close tells you, uh, one, about the quality of the Lucknow Super Giants uh, batting as well. And secondly, I think we should give a lot of credit to the uh, curators at Eden Gardens because we saw two great matches, uh, very high scoring, but there was something in it still for the bowlers right through. Remarkably, um, Rajat Pathidar was, um, of course, not uh, once he wasn't picked in the auction, uh, he was looking for opportunities elsewhere and you saw a lot of the Indians go to the Dhaka Premier League to play. I think Rajat Patilar was also looking for an opportunity. He didn't quite get that. And once uh, once that didn't materialize uh, or once uh, league cricket in England uh, didn't materialize, you know, obviously he was, he was back home and his father decided that, you know, this was the time that he had to get married. So they actually fixed his wedding. In the month of May, oh wow! And and then his uh, IPL call up came in, and then they had to you know push the wedding back to July. So it's been a whirlwind uh, last couple of uh, months for Rajat Patidar, and you know uh, he he's going to have to send out a lot more invites now. Absolutely. Like, uh, uh, after this, yeah, he's he's a lot more well known. He's going to have a much much bigger guest list. Well, congratulations, Rajat Patidar. Then RCB then finished third. Now we have two more sides remaining in the competition. So, Sharan, these two sides who met in qualifier one, Gujarat Titans beating Rajasthan Royals then and Rajasthan beating RCB tomorrow to set up a date in Ahmedabad, which is Titans' home venue. 
100,000 people. It's it's going to be a a classic. Yeah, it's Titans' home venue, but uh, they are going to play their first match this season. Whereas uh, Royals, they are a bit familiar with the surface, with how that uh, one lakh crowd around feels. Yes, it's going to be interesting, but at the same time, I think. Uh, I mean, I don't want to predict anything, but I think uh, Rajasthan, as a result, will start just a bit uh, on the front foot because they know what it plays like. That lights different; they are different. Remember, because it's not your normal floodlights, but it's those LED lights that you know go that are that's like a ring at the top. So, yeah, very very interesting, and it's a it's going to be a good Sunday evening, I suppose. You you think Rajasthan start as favourites? You don't think they're going to come on the field? They're going to see David Miller and they're going to be like, "Oh no, not again!" This guy. They were traumatised by him three days ago. Yeah, they were. But uh, I, I mean, David Miller. It, it, what it's it's been a terrific season for him, isn't it? Uh, he's scored the most he has in a single season in the IPL. The previous time was what 2014, and his game against Spin has been a revelation. He's just. told in a press conference that he's worked hard on his spin even though he believed that he's he didn't struggle against spinners and uh, that he's he's really reaped uh, good rewards so i think prasid krishna might you know feel a bit but i again that was very one off and we also how prasid bounced back uh, last night so i don't think they'll be traumatized in fact they might uh, you know feel that uh, david's quota is done because you know every batter every bowler perhaps feels that batters have their quota of you know good and bad days <laughs> and uh, butlers probably is also bit- yeah I, i was thinking more than david miller i think it will be the other way around gujarat will be hoping that butlers is done for sure like you can't it can't be five centuries right it's never happened it can be uh, yeah you never know when you you spoke about prasid krishna it i actually have this in my notes here but i i I didn't have an opportunity to bring it up, but Devan tweets yesterday saying that Prasad Krishna probably deserved Man of the Match, uh, Player of the Match award uh, over over Josh Butler, even which which was I mean it was never going to happen, Devan. You also know that it was never going to happen, but yeah, I think that was a fair shout for a guy to concede three sixes in a row uh, when he had quite a few. He had sixteen runs to save in in qualifier one to come back and and to pick up. I think the important wickets of Faf of Kohli and, and and someone else I forget who yesterday, but but yeah, it was it was a very impressive performance. Looking forward to seeing him tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just to correct you, the wickets were of uh, Kohli, uh, Dinesh Karthik, and Vanindu Hasaranga, with arguably one of the balls right. of the tournament right. <laughs> that Yorker. Two Hasaranga. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, yeah. I I mean yeah. it's it's immaterial what happened in the past game. Uh, I think purely on last evening's performance. Because you see, I mean, in a T20 game, anyway, a bowler has limited number of balls to make an impact. And what's been impressive about Krishna this season has been how composed he's looked out there. He's looked very relaxed. He's, you know, usually breaking a, you know, cracking a joke or something with mid off or mid on. He seems to be very, uh, pretty much in the zone. Yes, uh, Miller took him apart, but that was a situation where uh, Gujarat were really on a roll. And I mean, whichever bowler you were going to put up against him, you get the feeling that Miller would have got the job done. it probably was a little bit more dramatic because of the uh, successive uh, hits or whatever uh, but yeah i think uh, krishna has been excellent i think rajasthan have generally been very good uh, how i look at this final is i think it's the best team which is uh, gujarat titans against uh, the best bunch of match winners which is rajasthan royals so i think it's going to boil down to a great extent also on the toss i think toss will be crucial uh, if uh, for example if gujarat i don't know if gujarat uh, have 
they, they must have won one or two games, but they haven't done really well batting first in this tournament. So, if Rajasthan go on to win the toss, although I don't think uh, due will be that much of a factor because it's a slightly later start at 8pm. Uh, but yes, Rajasthan will definitely want to make first use of that pitch uh, if they win the toss. But if Gujarat win the toss, I think they would also fancy their chances because if we saw Krishna and you know the others, uh, McCoy and everybody have a good impact, then let's not forget that Gujarat will also have Mohammed Shami, they'll also have Yash Dayal, they'll also have potentially Alzari Joseph, they also have the option of bringing back Lockie Ferguson. And I think one key factor which has really worked in Gujarat's favour the last few uh, matches that they've played is uh, the inclusion of Sai Kishore because that's just made their uh, attack a little bit more well-rounded uh, as a complementary of spin or, or rather a finger-spinning option to uh, go along with Rashid Khan. I mean, Rashid Khan, yeah, Shanky, in that, in that match, you could clearly tell Rajasthan were only about not, not giving their wicket to him. I mean, he didn't concede a boundary and... I, I, it has happened quite often in T20 cricket, but I thought on that day in a qualifier like that, when a side is looking for big runs and when a side ends up scoring big runs as well, I mean, they ended up scoring 188 Rajasthan. One Gujarat bowler went without conceding a boundary in 24 balls. Yeah, and, and the most surprising aspect of that was, uh, forget about not scoring the boundary, I don't think they even tried to, uh, you know, take right, it. Right, and, right. And, and Josh Butler, I mean, he started off really well against pace. And then that slowdown, uh, I, I don't know if that slowdown was actually because of Rashid being introduced into the attack or was it genuinely because the surface started holding up and he couldn't, you know, connect. Uh, but yeah, normally you'd see him walk across trying to sweep, play the paddle. But uh, Rashid also had a favourable uh, matchup against Butler, I think. He dismissed him three or four times, strike rate of 60-odd. So, so I think it was just a passage where Butler thought, you know, it's best to play him out and then try and make up for lost ground towards the end. And... And fortunately for uh, the Royals, it worked out. But yeah, fascinating uh, to see the the contest there. Uh, just to see the way he was beating the bat with the zip and and you know bounce was was just fascinating to watch. And I think Rashid Khan's four overs will once again be uh, really really uh, the could potentially define the which way this game could go. Yeah, I, I think maybe maybe they'll follow Sudarshan the same principle, just play out his four overs. Now, both Titans and Royals have met twice this season, once in the qualifier that we were talking about and once in the league stages where Titans hold a 2-0 record. And that seemed to have worked in the favour of the side over the last few years. I think Gaurav Sundaraman has shared a stat with us where most sides who have met in the final, one side has a very lopsided head-to-head record and the result of the final over the last four or five years has gone with the side that has... That, that has the advantage. And you know what? It's happening with 100,000 Titans fans. It's happening in, in a stadium that, that is going to be rocking on Sunday evening. I can't, I can't look past the Titans. And, and yes, I think Devan's right. Titans are a proper team. They are a team that is better than the sum of their parts. Rajasthan have the better individual players. There's no doubt about it. They have, in, in terms of positions, I think Rajasthan... It, uh, you'll get more in a combined 11 from Rajasthan than you would, would from the Titans. But this this just seems like it's building up towards towards the Titans' win at home. Yeah, it seems so that way. But I think Royals have their uh, own, uh, what is it, own kind of trump cards as well. Because uh, uh, it's won the year of uh, Shane Vaughan as, as they are building up to be. Either way, it's going to be a tribute to Shane Vaughan because Shane Vaughan was the first captain to win the title in his in, in the first season of his side. So even if Gujarat win the title, you you can see the pattern developing there. And if RR win, it 
will be that way. But uh, on the other hand, I think Chahal has is as bold as magnificently as ever. He's he's now behind in that purple cap race with uh, Hasaranga, so he'd be you know itching to get that. Uh, that back and no better day than the big big day and both he and Ashwin have managed to have the wood over someone like David Miller. So traditionally, if we see, I think the the middle order of uh, Gujarat hasn't been the best against spin, though they have not been really dented by it. So that could perhaps be a a case that kind of weighs in favor of Rajasthan. But Gujarat, you know, we we really can't predict how and what side they'll turn up because everybody said that hey they don't have a good side they don't have proper batters who's the all-rounder there's only Hardik Pandya Rashid Khan but here we are here everybody's kind of you know probably eating up on chewing their words back and saying yeah they are in the final so I think <laughs> very very tough to kind of uh, pick a pick a winner uh, yeah, I was just uh, going to uh, call dibs on the fact that, uh, again, I reiterate that on ESPN Cricket Info uh, Hindi, on the first day of the auction, when we did an auction review, I was the only one who actually pointed out that Gujarat have a very good side on paper. And in fact, uh, interestingly, what, there was what, a... What made, you, what made you see it then? Like, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm curious to know because... This is this is not uh, this is not a very common trend that a lot of people thought that was was it just that all of all of these are very unassuming players is 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 that why? Yes, I mean uh, it's it's not just the fact that un- unassuming, but uh, they had a crack bowling attack right from the start. I mean you could see that on paper that once once they get all their bowlers together, they will be a difficult difficult team to beat. Uh, they had Shubman Gill back then. They also had Jason Roy, who of course I had factored in uh, at that point of time. So this was day one. They didn't have any keeper. That was a bit of a <laughs> downside, but they more than made <laughs> up for that with Ridhiman Saha. And of course, uh, I was very curious to see how Hardik Pandya would go. I was not sure of how he would go as captain, but I was quite confident that he was going to have a good season as a batter. Uh, I wasn't sure again whether he would have uh, enough of bowling. Interestingly, on the same show, uh, our, our good friend and our colleague Ronak Kapoor had picked up uh, Kajals on behalf of Rajasthan Royals. And we had a nice uh, long debate over which team was superior. Uh, but I don't think either of us was uh, seriously contemplating that this, uh, these two teams would make the final, that's for sure. We were still you know, thinking about some of the uh, marquee sides of the IPL. But it's great that they are in the final and I guess we'll find out tomorrow which, which side has been superior. I think on balance, Gujarat has been, but yes, it's a final, anything can happen. So, Rajasthan should also fancy their chances if things go their way. Your prediction? Uh, I think it I think it might fall in Gujarat's favour. But like I said before, I think the toss will have a huge role to play. So, maybe ask this question again at toss or, or reconsider the question at toss. Yeah, that's fair enough. You're allowed to change your mind, even even post the fact after the final <laughs> on 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 Monday's episode. Yeah, I mean, once once uh, Delhi didn't make the playoffs, I didn't have any skin in the game in any case. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shashank, uh, how are you looking forward to to to, to tomorrow? Uh, Rajasthan, Gujarat, who's going to come out on top? I'm looking forward to seeing, um, you know, Royals come out all guns blazing. Uh, they've played the best brand of cricket uh, right through the competition. Uh, you, uh, you, you can't say it's it has necessarily been the uh, the best approach, especially because they've tended to play the six batter, five bowler theory, where they've backed their back batters with uh, with Ashwin, you know, playing the floater up and down. Uh, whether that's the right approach or wrong approach, that's uh, a debate for another day. I think if, if if they win, we'll probably be saying, "Oh, what a wonderful approach!" And if they if they lose, probably we'll say, "Oh, maybe that could have been different." But but well, uh, I think uh, they, they've 
just the fact that they've backed the their method that that's worked for them and uh, they've come so far i think uh, you know it tells me that uh, they know what they've been doing and uh, yeah i'm looking forward to seeing um, a great game tomorrow uh, it's 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 going to be a lot closer than you would probably think and and yes i know the stats point to titans having had the advantage and and i think you just mentioned earlier that in past finals the team that's had the wood over the other invariably goes on to win but i think we could buck the trend this time around because you know royals have they're absolutely red hot at the moment um not discounting the fact that they lost uh, the the qualifier one so so yeah uh, despite that i think they they they'll definitely be favorites purely because they've got everything going for them the the um the shane one factor i think they they'll all be extra motivated for that uh, they've got two of the best spinners uh, who who will probably have uh, i mean the crowds probably going to be against them but they're still really good and and the boundaries are pretty big here it's not the same uh, boundaries as chinnaswamy or uh, the vankhede so the boundaries are pretty massive so what will probably be a six at uh, chinnaswamy will well be within the field of play here so that makes a huge factor so they've got two good spinners uh, the the pace attack is really gun and the butler factor so i'm looking forward to seeing rajasthan royals repeat the magic of 2008 look sunday sunday can't come soon enough and i think the match starts uh... at 8 pm which is half an hour after what usually the start that we have had and listener if you want more entertainment the closing ceremony ar rahman and who they ban ranveer singh uh, not kapil dev ranveer ranveer singh yes <laughs> ranveer 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 singh is that so he you don't lack entertainment when it when it comes to ranveer singh and you obviously have ar rahman there as well so that starts at i think 6:20 6:25 uh with your broadcaster is everyone working tomorrow evening or does anyone have any watch parties planned devan i'm guessing you're working you'll be on the show suarshan on a shanky any working days or are there any special arrangements made for you all to watch not working day it's an, it's a non working sunday for me after quite uh, i mean quite a long time and uh, no, yeah. no but but, but you're going to be working there. hard this e- this evening right because it's the women's t20 channel challenge final for you yes looking forward to that contest as well harmanpreet kaur versus deepthi sharma but uh, it's going to be a sit back and relax kind of a sunday for me for ipl final uh that that that's good okay so enjoy the women's t20 challenge we'll be we will be talking to you and and a few others about that next week uh early next next week shanky what are your plans um i think it's an off day as well so uh, and that's a pleasant surprise because uh, i can't remember a recent i think these last 3 or 4 years that i've i've been off on a final day but yeah it's it's good to be off and I'm, but i'll of course be you know watching uh, from start to finish so looking forward to it. Yeah, since from when Ranveer Singh comes on stage, that's when you have to switch on the television. Deva, and what are your plans? Yeah, uh, probably go down to the office, join the guys, watch the match, uh, have some fun. Uh, no loyalties for anybody in this particular match, I guess. I think uh, one of the scorers, I think uh, Raghav, is a big uh, Royals fan, so we'll just uh, look to make life miserable for him. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, another uh, reason why I'm um, rooting silently for the Royals uh, on a lighter note is they're all all our boys are playing there, man. You see, Yuzvain the Chahal is there, Kadikal is there, Shimran Hetman. Yeah, so so uh, you know, it's a good uh, time to root for uh, our boys, Namma Hoda Group. <laughs> you have to be <laughs> careful when you say "our" because uh, there are a couple from Mumbai on this spot. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I think Sudarshan, we should just step aside for a season. Yeah, it, it hasn't happened. It's not going to happen. We at least had seventy matches. Martin is uh, the honorary citizen of uh, Republic of Whitefield. Wherever in the world he goes, that's not going to go away from him. So that's very much Bengaluru now. Uh, if, if, if listener, in case if you don't know what Whitefield is, look it up. Google it. Whitefield, Bangalore. All right, all right. Devan, Sudarshan, Shashank, uh, this was fun. Thank you so much for joining us a day before the IPL 2022 final where the Gujarat Titans will play at home in Ahmedabad versus the Rajasthan Royals. It, it is going to be a cracker. We will catch, with, catch up with you, listener, on Monday where we know the champions.